It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today on Locked On Anaheim Ducks, there could be hockey in the near future, and what if Sammy Votnin doesn't hit the post? All of this on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. And we are still here. It has now been exactly two months and two weeks now since we last had hockey at the Ponda. Welcome, everyone, to Locked On Anaheim Ducks. I'm your humble host, Jason J.D. Hernandez, your game show expert, having been on a few of them myself. Uh, We're going to talk about the rumor that the playoffs could be 24 teams. Well, more than a rumor. It could very well happen. But before we get into all that... Reminder, you can hear this show via Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you hear your podcasts. And make sure to rate, comment, and subscribe if you have not already. And also, check us out on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks. So, Pierre Lebrun posted a couple days ago that the NHL was thinking about having a 24-team playoff, as it were. Which would mean that the Ducks would be out in this format. Now, I know it was mentioned about a month ago that the top six teams in each division would have their own playoff. In that format, the Ducks would be in. However, in this current format, the top 24 teams would advance and it would be the top 12 teams in each conference, which means in this 24-team format, the Ducks would be out. But is it a bad thing? I mean, the Ducks' chances of... Winning the West are slim to none. Let's face it. And honestly, this is a pretty good draft class. So why not just keep that chance at having a top pick, right? There's still the option of, you know, they have their other first round. Boston could blow it. You never know what's going to happen there. Here's how the format would work. It would be the top 12 teams in each conference. There would have to be some buys. How this would work is the top four teams in each conference would get first round buys and they would play a first round round robin so the seedings could change on those top four teams all right that's fine then the remaining teams would be well they'd be playing based off of points percentage so the top four in the east would be boston tampa bay washington and philadelphia in the western conference it'd be st louis colorado vegas and dallas And then you'd have a best of five series where five would play 12, six would play 11, seven, 10, and eight would play nine. So if that were to happen, still a big if, here's what the 2014 format would look like. You would have in the Eastern Conference, you'd have Florida versus the Islanders, the Maple Leafs versus the Canadians, the Hurricanes versus the Blue Jackets, and the Penguins versus the Rangers. That could be a very fun series to watch, Pittsburgh versus New York. In the West, it would be Edmonton versus Chicago. Chicago would be the 12th seed. Then Nashville versus Arizona. Vancouver versus the Wild. And how about this matchup? This is the one that gets to me. Calgary versus Winnipeg. Battle of Canada right there and then. So... Immediately, you have four Canadian teams in that playoff, 
Edmonton, Vancouver, Calgary, and Winnipeg. Uh, Edmonton would be the fifth seed, Vancouver seventh seed, Calgary eighth seed. Then they would have to play Dallas, Vegas, Colorado, St. Louis. And I'm going to focus on the West for a second. The three teams that are out of it in the West. Hmm. The three teams out in the Western Conference would be the three California teams. Anaheim, the Kings, and the Sharks. So California doesn't get to join the party in any playoff hockey, which I know has got to frustrate some California fans because we are truly in the dark times right now. Maybe that has maybe that had to do keyword had to do with the fact that California was one of those states where there were still a lot of restrictions as far as playing sports. However, Governor Gavin Newsom has hoped that there would be live sports starting next month in June. Well, I mean, they can't have live sports if their team doesn't make the playoffs. So really, maybe Gavin Newsom was talking more about basketball, you know, the Lakers and the Clippers, since the Warriors, they're out, the Kings are out. Hey, the Kings are out in both sports, basketball and hockey. So Newsom is hoping to have some playoff basketball happen in California, whether that is in a practice facility or whatnot. There's still some hope there. But as far as hockey goes, yeah, there's pretty much no hope. The Ducks wouldn't make it in this format. The Kings wouldn't make it in either format. And same with the San Jose Sharks. So I want to hear everyone else's take on this. You know, what do you think of this 24-team playoff proposal? Um, So this is the initial framework that's been put out by the NHL and the NHL Players Association. And this is still pending approval from both sides. And according to Pierre Lebrun on an article that was just released really a few minutes ago, um, he said, quote, they're getting close. The NHLPA's executive board has a call scheduled for 7 p.m. Eastern on Thursday to discuss the 2014 format. Will this call lead to an actual vote on Thursday night? I don't know if we're going to hear anything on Thursday night. I don't know if we'll hear anything on Friday night. They'll probably still talk about it. Maybe they'll still try to work out some kinks, kind of tweak it a little bit. Um... I don't think we're going to have a regular season comeback. This is still a work in progress, and this is still being discussed with the return to play committee. I mean, there could be some more format tweaks. It could be 20 teams, which I know a lot of fans are clamoring for. Have it be 20 teams instead of 24, where you have the top 10 teams in each conference. So the top two teams in the conference would get a bye. And then you would have 3 versus 10, 4 versus 9, 5 versus 8, and 6 versus 7. In that format, the Blackhawks would be out. In that format, the Arizona Coyotes would be out. I mean, maybe the NHL just wants to have Chicago in it because, you know, big TV market. Maybe they want to have Montreal in it because, you know, big team market there. So that's certainly a possibility. Um The Canadians and the Rangers, they are big, big television markets with big crowds. Well, they can't have fans in it anyway, but big crowds as far as ratings go, as far as TV revenue goes. That's really why the NHL wants to have this 24-team format, because if they don't, if they do a 20-team format, they would lose out on the television rights to the Chicago Blackhawks, the Montreal Canadiens, and the New York Rangers. Those those are three great teams. In fact, those are three 
original six teams, is it not? Oh, yeah, it is. Surprise, surprise. This is what the NHL wants. So having said that, I'm completely not surprised by this format. I mean, it works. It's not terrible. Some more on the article. Um, The executive board vote could be held during the weekend unless they felt the proposal required a full league-wide players vote, which could take more time. So if and when there's finally an agreement on the 2014 format, uh, the understanding is that the NHL will also make an announcement regarding the status of Phase 2 when players are allowed to work in small groups at certain small groups rather at NHL team facilities. So there is still that they have to worry about. And we'll talk a little bit more about this playoff format and talk about a couple of what ifs in Ducks history. But first, I want to talk to you guys about our newest sponsor, Built Bar. That's right, Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar in all the land. And as a marathon runner myself, I find it great that Built Bar has a protein bar that is not only delicious, but only has 110 calories, only 4 grams of sugar. Oh man, that double chocolate mousse, super delicious by the way. I recommend it, and I recommend that you all try a sample box. You could like the banana cream, you could like the orange cream, the raspberry cream. Who knows, the box is your world. So, to try a sample box of your own, or to find a flavor that you love... Go to BuiltBar.com and enter the promo code LOCKEDON to receive $10 off your first order. Once again, that's B-U-I-L-T-B-A-R.com. Enter promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off your first order. Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar in the land. Have you ever seen an NHL player get off a team bus and think to yourself, gosh, I wish I could dress that nice? Well, with Indochino, you can. Indochino makes fully customized suits that don't require a trip to the tailor to get that perfect fit. Recently, I was shopping for a new dress shirt for my upcoming wedding, and when I decided to go with the Hyde Herringbone shirt, I was blown away at all the customization options I had. I could change the type of collar, cuffs, and even decide whether or not I wanted a chest pocket, all while being incredibly affordable, especially given the quality of the product I was getting. New colors, fabrics, and outerwear styles are added regularly too, so it's easy to create your next look. Level up your game with Indochino. Go to Indochino.com and use code NHL to get 10% off any purchase of $399 or more. That's 10% off at INDOCHINO.com with code NHL. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, brought to you by Built Bar. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez as we continue to break down the 24-team supposed playoff between NHL teams, between the 12 teams in the West and the 12 teams in the East. So a little bit more on that before we go into today's what-if scenario. And today's what-if is kind of a fun one, but might relive some pain for Ducks fans. Okay, first, just a little opinion on this. I don't know if I like the 2014 format. I mean, if you're going to have it, you know, 12 teams, 12 teams, that's fine. But the only reason the NHL is doing this is for that TV revenue to get three of the original six teams in. I mean, they are that transparent when it comes to their like of certain teams. They know where the money is. They want all of the original six teams in, except for the Red Wings, who, of course, are locked in on that final spot. 
They want the Habs in. They want the Leafs in. They want the Rangers in. They want the Bruins in. They want the Blackhawks in. Five of the six original six teams. They want them in it because they know where the money's at. Without a 2014 format, you'd lose three of those teams and you'd lose a ton of TV revenue. I get that. I mean, they're not... Okay, they're not dumb. They know what they're doing as far as TV revenue is going to go. They know. But why not have 20 teams for the betterment of the game itself? Why not have a 20 team or just go straight to 16? I mean, as it stands right now, it's looking like the Ducks season is over. And that's fine. Let them prepare for next season. Get them a top pick in this year's NHL draft. It still could be a number one pick. We don't know yet. That could still happen. And if that happens, I'm sure Anaheim will be jumping for joy because they would get Alexi Lafreniere. But for this format to work, a lot would have to happen. And it's still a lot of hurdles to cross. Testing is going to be most important. Will they have enough tests for 24 teams? I mean, yeah, they'll for sure have enough tests for eight teams when it comes down to that. But when you have 16 teams, that's a lot of tests to go around. When you have 24 teams, that's even more tests to go around. Meet in the middle. Go 20 teams. Yes, the NHL would lose a ton of money, and 24-team playoff is better than nothing. But at this point, I mean, canceling the season might be the best for everyone's interest at heart to prepare for next season. But if the NHL absolutely insists on awarding the Stanley Cup this season, then this might be the best we get. And a 2014 format does bring other fan bases into it, unless you're in the state of California. But it would give it would give those teams a small glimmer of hope. They would always have a chance. I mean, look what happened in 2012. The eighth seed LA Kings, they went on to win the Stanley Cup. I mean, we've had teams that are seven seeds, six seeds, five seeds. They've gone far in the playoffs. We've seen a sixth-seeded Ducks team go far before. So why not just keep the format at 16 teams? Why not do that? So that's just my little frustration on that. A little bit more on the LeBron article. So the top four, so this is one caveat. Despite the top four teams in each conference initially being ranked by the current standings, their round-robin games do matter. If the number four team sweeps through their portion of the round-robin, there is a chance for them to be ranked higher in the playoff seeding. Whatever that means. We still don't know exactly how that's going to work and how that could alter playoff seeding. I mean, what if Boston loses all their round-robin games? So what, they'd go down to a second or third seed? Oh, maybe that might be good for the Ducks! Because if the Boston Bruins do worse in the playoffs, then the Ducks would get a higher pick in the first round of the NHL draft. Hooray! So, yeah, maybe the Ducks are hoping Boston does poorly. Although I'm sure some Ducks fans do want to see their former player succeed. They want to see Andre Kasha succeed. And they want to see Derek Grant succeed. What if Philadelphia goes far in the playoffs? Hey, hey, what if Philly wins the Stanley Cup? then Derek Grant's contract would be up. He could return to Anaheim with a Stanley Cup ring. I know I'm kind of adding fuel to the fire there. Not saying that's for sure going to happen, but just wouldn't it be nice if Derek Grant, the Elite 1C, yes, still call him the Elite 1C. What if he wins a Stanley Cup with the Philadelphia Flyers? That wouldn't be the worst thing. In fact, you know what? If the Flyers end up making the Stanley Cup final, I'd be rooting for them because I love me some Derek Grant. However... 
this 24 team format is still rather silly. I prefer a 20 team or a 16 team. 24 is just too much. You know, as we've seen in the past, too many cooks can spoil the broth. So that's my final take on that. All right. Today's what if scenario. Sorry, Ducks fans, if this brings back any pain. But what if? What if in the 2015 Western Conference Final, Sammy Vatanen does not hit the post? And by that, I mean Game 2 of the Western Conference Final at the Ponda. So this was only five years ago. But this is a huge, huge what if. And one that has always kind of snuck in the back of my mind since watching it. Because I was glued to the TV during that Western Conference Final in 2015. Because I was really fascinated, A, to see who would make it. And B, yeah. We'd love to see the final back in SoCal. That would be awesome. It would have been the third year and it'd be the third time in four years that the Stanley Cup final would go through California. Of course, 2012 and 2014, the LA Kings won it. 2015 could have been the Ducks year and arguably probably should have been the Ducks year. Game one, Anaheim did win that game one against Chicago. So they had a one nothing lead going into that game two. And the Ducks and Blackhawks, uh, they shared a couple of goals. In fact, they had a pretty good playoff up till then. Then it went into overtime. Gil Martin here, host of the Locked On NHL podcast. Join me every Monday for the three biggest stories from across the NHL, including how newly traded players are fitting in around the league. Check out the Locked On NHL podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Game 2 overtime, 2015 Western Conference Final. The Ducks have a chance to go up 2-0 on the Chicago Blackhawks. The Ducks have the home ice advantage. In fact, they would have had home ice throughout the playoffs because they had the best record of the teams left. So that was a thing to happen in that overtime. Oh, by the way, something else to keep in mind. In the Eastern Conference, by the way, this is all going on while in the Eastern Conference... The Rangers and the Tampa Bay Lightning, they're going through their own little series. And something else to point out, the New York Rangers, they were the President's Trophy winners, and they got ousted by Tampa Bay. Yeah, they got ousted by Tampa Bay in their conference final. So guess what? The Ducks would have had home ice advantage in the Stanley Cup final, just like they did in 2007 They would have had home ice. So really, this was a tale of two teams. And I I love what happened next. Both teams went to a draw in that overtime. The Ducks had a chance. They had a chance in overtime. They had a power play opportunity, but they just couldn't really do anything with it. And in that overtime, I believe it was... I forget who got the penalty. Oh, Jalmerson. Nicholas Jalmerson got a tripping penalty against Emerson Edom. In that overtime. So double overtime. That's where the wackiness really took place. Starting in double overtime. Both teams definitely had their chances. In that overtime. Um, However. With about 12 and a half minutes left. Corey Perry. Comes streaking down the right side. Passes a dump pass. To Sammy Votnin. And Sammy Votnin. Let's one rip. From the right side. And that shot hit the 
post. Yeah, he drew iron on that shot. If that puck is just one inch lower, that would have gone in. The Ducks would have led that series two to nothing, and they would have had a huge advantage going into the United Center. They would have led the series two nothing had that shot not hit the post, or even if it's a half inch lower, it could have been a bar down shot. That could have been the game winner for the Ducks. And Honda Center would have erupted at that point. It would have absolutely erupted there. Rally towels would have been thrown onto the ice. It would have been a grand scene. Fans would have stuck around there until midnight for crying out loud. Because by the time that second overtime was happening, it was about 10.30 at night. So fans would have gone absolutely berserk. They would have stuck around till midnight. They would have been cheering for minutes and minutes. Sammy Votnin would have been the hero of the Ducks. And we'd still be talking about that to this day. But it hit the post. So it kind of goes a little bit forgotten. So what happened next? What happened next was just a comedy of errors. About a minute and a half later, the Blackhawks are on the power play because Anaheim gets nailed for having too many men on the ice. So then Chicago goes on the power play. And after that, they go in very close to the goal. And, oh boy, I feel bad for Frederick Anderson there because he was getting peppered at this point of overtime with shot after shot until finally, with about 11 or so minutes left, Andrew Shaw, he gets one high in the air and headbutts it. He headbutts the puck into the goal and one referee signals it's a good goal. The other referee just kind of looks and says, I don't know about that. So the other ref looks right away and says, let's check this out on replay. Don't celebrate yet. Yeah, I'm going a little crazy here because I remember this. I remember thinking, that is a crazy-ass goal. I don't know if that's going to count. When the replay showed that Andrew Shaw headbutted, he freaking headbutted the puck into the net. And I know a lot of Ducks fans would like to forget this game, but it is a thing that happened. So what if Sammy Votnin scores? Then none of this crazy crap happens. Then you wouldn't have Andrew Shaw headbutting into the goal. They look at it for a few minutes, and they finally signal, no goal, no goal. And then third overtime happens, and Marcus Kruger got the game-winning shot with about 340-something left in treble overtime. And the Blackhawks won the game 3-2. to two. So finally, what if the Ducks win it in double overtime? Well, they probably would have not run out of gas. You got to think that the Ducks flying high off of that Game 2 victory in double overtime, their ego would have been very high. Their thoughts would have been like, okay, we've got two. We can split one at United Center. And you've got to think they would split. So they, let's say theoretically, they split the two games at the United Center. Then they would have a 3-1 to one advantage going back to Honda Center. And they've played very well at the Ponda. The Ducks would theoretically go on to win Game 5. Because after the Blackhawks would lose one at home, they've got to feel pretty sad for themselves that they couldn't hold serve. So the Ducks would be mentally flying high. The Blackhawks would kind of be like, ugh, this sucks. They lose Game 5. So the Ducks go to the Stanley Cup Final in 2015, the third time in four years that it goes through Southern California. Then the Ducks would have to play the Tampa Bay Lightning, and oh look, the Ducks would have home ice advantage in that Stanley Cup Final. Yeah, Tampa Bay 
looked gassed towards that point because Tampa Bay's road to the final. They had seven grueling games against the Red Wings. They had six tough games against Montreal. And they had a very, very exhausting seven-game set against the New York Rangers. And in that game seven at New York, Tampa Bay had to claw their way into the Stanley Cup final, winning 2-0 over New York. So, yeah, Tampa Bay would have been completely gassed. As for the Ducks, theoretically, they would have won that game in five series. So they would have felt fresh. They won, or they swept Winnipeg in four. They beat Calgary in five. They beat Chicago in five. So the Ducks have played a few less games, and they have home ice. They feel fresh. They feel ready. They welcome in an exhausted Lightning team. Yeah, you've got to think the Ducks would win the Stanley Cup final in 2015 after that, right? Yeah, I would think so. I mean, what? So that is the answer. What if Sammy Votnin doesn't hit the post? If Sammy Votnin doesn't hit the post, then the Anaheim Ducks are the 2015 Stanley Cup champion. That's my answer to that. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. So I think that's a great place to wrap things up. Actually, no, it's not. No, it's not. I'm going to pull the ripcord on that and kind of scratch the vinyl here. I'll go even further than that. Let's say the game two holds up. Yeah, I know what you're thinking. Wait, you're going back on your what if? No, no, no. I'm going to say another what if, an alternate what if. Say the Ducks still lose that game two. Okay, so we're back on the regular timeline, the one that actually happened. They won game three at the United Center 2-1 to one over the Blackhawks. So now Anaheim has a 2-1 to one series lead on the Blackhawks. So we go into game four at the United Center. Yeah, that was a crazy-ass game too. Third period. Both teams scored not once, not twice, but thrice. Yeah, both teams scored three goals. You had Jonathan Tays, then Brent Seabrook, then Ryan Kessler, then Matt Bolesky. Corey Perry gave the Ducks the lead. And then Patrick Kane scored a power play goal to tie it up 4-4. to All those goals happened so quickly. And in fact, towards the end of the second period, Emerson Edom scored to tie things up at one apiece. So in a matter of only 15 minutes, seven goals were scored. It got crazy. So as an alternate what if, what if the Ducks win game four in overtime or double overtime? In that game four... The Ducks outshot the Blackhawks 51-40. And in fact, during that overtime session, Anaheim pretty much dominated play. They outshot Chicago 17-5 in overtime and 4-2 in double overtime. They outshot them 21-7 across both overtimes. And the Ducks had the better chances in that overtime. And arguably, they probably should have won that. They probably should have won that game four. So an alternate, what if the Ducks win game four? Well, if the Ducks win game three and game four at the United Center, yeah, Chicago is pretty much depressed at that point. Here's their thinking. We lost both games at United Center. That's it. Yeah, then Anaheim still would have won game five at home and still would have beat Chicago in five games. And thus, the Ducks win the Stanley Cup final. So what if Edom, sorry, yeah, what if Edom scores in overtime? What if Getzloff scores in overtime? What if any of these Ducks players score in overtime at Chicago? Then they would win game five at home. Then they'd go on to win the Stanley Cup. But if Votnin scores 
or if the Ducks score in Game 4 in overtime, they win the 2015 Stanley Cup, and they would have two Stanley Cups to their credit, and they would have two championship banners hanging in the rafters at the Ponda. That's my story. That's really my story, and I'm sticking to that. Now it's a good place to wrap things up. You can hear this podcast or any of the previous episodes on the Locked On Podcast Network via Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, or Stitcher. And be sure to like, rate, comment, subscribe if you haven't already. Leave a five-star rating. I would greatly appreciate it. And also, if you want to talk hockey with me, if you like that what if, I mean, do you actually think that would happen? What if Votnin scored? What if they win in Game 4? Do you think they would have won the 15 final? Let me know. Tag me on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks or follow me personally at StimpyJD. And if you want to talk about it, email me at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. Oh boy, that was a long one. But I hope you all bear with me. And thanks again for listening. I really appreciate all the listeners out there. Thank you all once again. And be sure to be kind to everyone. Stay safe out there. Just be kind to everyone, all right? For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the day. Keep practicing social distancing and ducks fly together. Stay safe, Anaheim. Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.